Oh, I, I listened to um, Well, There's Your Problem. Oh, which episode? Um, several this weekend. But oh, uh, it, also, okay. <laughs> it also made me realize um, the extent to which uh, the way that you want to introduce our podcast is influenced by which podcast you're listening to. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Counterpoint, shut up. Because <laughs> <laughs> we definitely stole the making up a fake scenario thing from uh from Buta from Vista. Buta Vista. Yeah. And uh but uh but yeah, well there's your problem is uh it's it's a lot of fun. Here's a theme song, listeners. If you believe in capital punishment, you can fuck off a beneath tree. Star Trek sucks. Star Trek sucks. When you talk that shit about Star Trek, it's like you just harpooned a baby Star Trek. Um, in is, my defense, um, wait, I, I'm not done introducing the show. I think it's I think it's good when I find good ideas, and then I'm like, this would make our podcast better. For, yeah, no, I wasn't for was, our listeners. It wasn't a criticism. Oh. It was just a, a dis, mm. just dispassionate uh, observation. Mm. Anyway, this is Star Trek sucks. My name is Leo. My pronouns are he him. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Actually, uh, it's actually not a bad idea. Uh, hi, I'm Jack. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. Uh, I feel like with the name Jack, you're you're pretty much in the clear. Um, there was a there was a female character in Mass Effect Two named Jack. Um, pretty problematic. Uh, looking back on it now. Hmm. Anyway, uh, join us for bonus content about Mass Effect Two. <laughs> It's never coming out. <laughs> right after we do an, epi- an episode on the Tappan Zebra, or the Verrazano Narrows Bridge. Anyway. The Tacoma Narrows? Tacoma. <laughs> Verrazano is a different Brooklyn bridge, is a different New York bridge separate from the Tappan Zee. Tacoma Narrows is the one that I was trying to say. Which is not in New York. Nope, it is not. It's somewhere yeah. in, in Oregon, I think. It's between. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Did I say I said we said our names? This Star Trek sucks. I, uh, I, my name is Leo. I'm the I'm, I, I like Star Trek. Hi, I'm Jack. I don't like a lot of things that have happened so far <laughs> in this episode. I, um. Um, this uh, this week we're going to talk about an episode called what is it called? Um, wait, no, Jack. What 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 are we? What's going to happen on this episode? Oh, I didn't write anything. You didn't write anything. Yeah. No, I I, I don't have much free time right now. <laughs> Um, and the free time I have, I'm using to replay Hollow Knight. <laughs> Listeners, check out Hollow Knight. It's a good game. Um, oh, uh, I almost forgot to ask you what's good. Oh, um, oh, I got a lot of stuff. Yeah? I don't know. Uh, just generally life is going okay for me right now. Um, I got my mind control chip put in today. Did you get the uh, the Bluetooth one? I got the Pfizer one. Hmm. So I got the one with Bluetooth, Bluetooth, which I do recommend. But the problem is it comes preloaded with that U2 album mm-hmm. that was on every iPhone for... Yeah, yeah. yeah and you, it's so hard to delete. Yeah. You're just like, no, I don't... Like, I, I, I understand that they're a very popular band. But I don't want... I, I don't care for U2. I'm sorry. What if a girl looks at my iTunes library? <laughs> Which is a thought I literally had when that happened. Um, God, when was that? Was like, I think that was like the we iPhone, so old, the iPhone God, five. Damn, or that something was so like long that. ago. Yeah, fuck. But no, I. It's funny because you you had made that joke 
Um, Shh, you're showing them how the sausage gets made. That was Listeners, just... we talk off the air sometimes, too. Um, I even and posted then... that joke on Instagram already. <laughs> um, and then uh, I, I had uh, brought that up. I credited you, but I had brought it up to uh, one of my friends. And we were talking about it. And I think what was so frustrating about that Beyond it being a U2 album, but which, like, fuck off. Um, Honestly, I think any album, just the idea that there's yes something that's taking up space on your phone that you're not allowed to delete is so dumb and invasive. Yeah, but, like, but at the, at the time, U2 felt like the cultural product that everybody was trying to shove down your throat. Um, and, like, what was so frustrating about that was just, like, that was... I think maybe the first moment for a lot of people where they realized like you have a personal phone, but it is not really in any real sense of the word, a thing that you own. Right. And I'm, I'm old enough to remember like when you had a computer that like you thoroughly owned. Right. Like you, like, you, made, like, like a Linux user or something like, like that. I've, where... I've, I've built a computer in my lifetime. Like I just built it out of parts and like did all of the stuff. Like I made a computer. I have I have and done it's that just too, like but, doesn't work like that. Anymore. But I've never run. I've I've never um, had a, a computer or a device that was not running like basically one of the big two operating systems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I ran Linux for a while and I was like, okay, this is too much even for me. Yeah. Um, but but when we were young, it was still like things didn't just appear on your computer, you know, like it was still like, yeah, no, I I have a computer. Um, for me to put a new thing on the computer, I have to go get a disc and put it into the thing that eats the disc. And then, and then it it hits the, it hits the disc with the hammer until the thing, until the things are off the disc. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's, (laughs) That's how computers work. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, I think you've hit on something there too, because there is something that is uh, kind of um, like viscerally upsetting about the idea of like ongoing ownership on behalf of the 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 entity that has sold you a thing. Right. Um, like one thing that I we don't talk about farm equipment very often on this podcast, but I'm going mm. to. Um, because there <laughs> Time is for farm equipment corner. <laughs> there is a thing within uh, farm equipment, like tractors and shit, like large farm equipment, um, where they will have proprietary technology built into their machines that you are not able to work on yourself. You can't fix yourself. You have to have them do it. You are in violation yes. of contract. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. can literally take it back from you if you tr- attempt to do certain repairs yourself and, and shit like that. And it's just, um, Again, this, you know, one of one of the many symptoms of how um, how far devolved the the this kind of status of the consumer economy has gotten, where we used to build things in this country, mm. we used to make our own meth and tractors, yes, and other things, Most, mostly meth and tractors. Yeah. No, I, I mean, goddamn. <sighs> Do you want to do another like long Marxist screed as an intro? Because like I have a lot to say on this fucking subject. Listeners, if you want to hear us do more long 
Marxism, get at us on Twitter.com at who is Jack Gunn at Leo like Neil at Ship Facts. Um, but let's let's move on to Star Trek. Yeah, for them. yeah. Uh, yes, that was what I was going to propose. Is like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to recommend any other entertainment for today? No, I don't know. I don't consume anything anymore. Um, no. I don't know if you. I'm, I'm a being of pure. Uh, pure self-reflection no uh, i thought you were gonna say you're a being of pure energy and you're about to take over a passing spaceship uh we're we're, we're almost to that stage uh, now check out uh the video game hollow knight which i think i recommended almost a year ago today you also recommended it like sometime within the last two or three I think episodes on the last episode, yeah. yes um uh, it's good it's a fun game and i would Play like it. to recommend for the very first time ever uh, the book and TV series, The Expanse. Haven't heard of it. It's pretty good. What's it about? S- science. Okay. S- space and... Is it like uh, fiction, but based on science? Yep. Hmm. We're going to talk... We're going to watch uh, the episode Suddenly Human Now. It's called Suddenly Human Now, or is it called Suddenly Human? It's called Suddenly Human, and we are going to watch okay. it now. Okay. Here we go. Yay. You're listening to Star Trek Sucks, the only Star Trek podcast. Now here are your hosts, Jack Gunn and Leo Cardoza. Um... I'll say it had a couple of moments that I enjoyed. What happened on this one? Okay. So the fundamental problem here um, is that the writers think that the crew thinking that the logical thing to do when you find a human child living amongst another species Mm -hmm. uh, is to bring that child back to uh, the human relatives that he has never known. So this is just a retelling of like settler stories from the very early Americas about finding a white child with an Indian tribe and being like, no, 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 no. You're white. Yeah, that's... Your way of life is wrong. We're going to just rehabilitate you. And I'm not making a value judgment one way or the other on how that white child ended up there. Um yeah, it kind of doesn't matter. It by doesn't the, fucking matter by the, by the time they're 16. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. And this was just like substitute human for whiteness. This was a gross episode. I didn't care for it. Yeah. Um, also, I remember a couple episodes when I asked you like, hey, could you just like throw the Wikipedia summary up on your monitor so like oh, yeah. we could follow along and instead you have your Facebook on the monitor. Excuse me. That is my Twitter. Oh, my. you're right. I, I'm sorry. You're right. I am the asshole in this scenario. Hey, I, I forgive you. Oh, thank you. That's so generous of you. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's try again. It's just, it's the writers trying so goddamn hard. Um, so yeah, it's, 
the idea that once somebody has has reached the age where they can clearly express preference and where they have clearly mm-hmm. assimilated into the culture wherein they are living, at the absolute minimum, the question of what to do with them and is murky. Yes. Um, it's not, oh, it's, let's call up his grandma and she yes, can send him an evite to come home. Yes, and because do 14 birthdays like, all at once. That's what they do because this kid is like 16 and has not been with humans since he was an infant and too young to remember being with humans. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, no, he has a grandma. Surely that will tug at his heartstrings. This stranger. Yeah. This complete fucking stranger. I don't they're like this is a very incoherent episode because I am I'm, I'm actually I'm just going to spoil the whole fucking thing because this is not a watch at all. No. Um no. They almost all the episode is is just showing that like no, he grew up in this like kind of barbaric um like very hierarchical society and and isn't that bad and doesn't that suck and but then at the end like Picard like realizes like no, like he should probably live in the society he grew up in, which, yes. yes yeah. And there's no reason to kidnap him from his people, Picard. Yeah. I um, will I will give the show credit for eventually getting there. It's just so frustrating. But it got there, it got there so fucking abruptly. Yeah. Like that was what, like, like it doesn't even believe the bad thing that it believes. It's It's such a bad episode where I was... I was thinking that they would like at least follow through on like, no, he's human. So he's going to live in liberal human society. And it doesn't even do that. It just suddenly is like, it just suddenly makes that what I would consider the right decision. But for like no real reason, really. I mean, Picard got <laughs> stabbed. Sure, I love to get stabbed into the. Now we've learned the correct that's, decision. Yeah, that's the way to get through. I mean, to I guess I guess Picard got martyred is what really happened there. Yeah, it just okay. So the we're also recording this on Easter Monday or whatever <laughs> whatever it's called. Uh, so good, martyr good. martyrdom is on my mind. Good Monday, I don't know. Got martyrdom on my mind. Um, I did okay. So there. There are a couple of, uh, of of funny moments in this episode. First of all, the uh, like the keening wail that the Talarians apparently do yes. as their form of mourning, which holy shit it is can so you, undignified. <laughs> can just imagine uh, you have uh, five adolescent warrior teenage boys howling at the top of their lungs in your sick bay. <laughs> It sounds like shit. It sounds so bad. It sounds awful. It sounds so fucking bad. Yeah. yeah no, I, 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 <laughs> I was like, that, that genuinely made me laugh because I was like, oh my God, this is the worst. Beverly is going to go home and drink an entire bottle of Chardonnay after Yeah, no, this. that is sick bay hell uh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Sucks. Yeah, yeah. No, she's going to drink a bunch of space Chardonnay after this, Yeah, um, which is the drink of lady doctors. <laughs> Uh, 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 check out our sponsor, ladydoctordrink.com, to get basically Ron Bauer Chardonnay with a different label shipped to your house. 
you're looking at me like I'm going to help you with this, and I am not. Uh, that's when I said on the last episode. Stop, I know. Stop that's... copying. Stop copying me. <laughs> um, I mean, come on. We both sold wine retail. We know what lady doctors be drinking. Yeah, it's true. Um, so, but speaking of Beverly, she is kind of, she is a big part of the reason like the justification for why they make this bad decision, because part of it is culturally justified by the misogyny of the Talarian culture, um, because they are a, a patriarchal misogynistic society where women right. aren't allowed to outrank men. So on, so on that count, they are bad and it is therefore okay yeah, was... for our crew. Wait, but so the okay. other thing that she does that doesn't make any fucking sense, it doesn't track whatsoever because there are distinct difference between abuse injuries and torture injuries and accidental injuries and any fucking doctor, like the, the idea that a broken arm and a couple of fractured ribs that, that have healed is like some extremely compelling evidence that this child was abused is bullshit. And it would have been so much, such better writing if we really wrote the cat, like wrote the crew as bad guys and like had them using this as an excuse when they know that it's bullshit. No, uh, that's actually a really good point that I hadn't really thought about. But like, there is a you could just write the same story, but the crew of the Enterprise are f- awful people. Like yeah. they're just English colonialists, basically. Yeah, and you know, um, and they know what they're doing is uh, is wrong, and they don't care, and they are much more yeah. They know dismissive because they know what they're doing is wrong, but also it reifies their power. So right, fuck and it. and and back to what you're saying about the um how you know basically the Talarians represent uh whatever natives from whatever period in history sure, um it. it you're right because the show again fails by not making the Federation crew the uh, the at, like adequately um, imperialist assholes about yes. it. Like they're polite, they respect Tolarian culture. They don't, even though they implicitly act like Tolarian culture is barbaric, and that and that justifies. They're like writing this line. So the barbarity of Tolarian culture justifies them taking him back to live with his his civilized human culture that he that is his birthright. But also they are, they they have to be the good people who ex, who who respect and understand other cultures. Therefore, they can't uh, just straight up treat the Tolarians like ignorant barbarians. Right. It's it's it's. I mean, it it is the the problem with liberalism writ large is that it, it is um still imperialism but it's we're gonna be polite about it right and it's like well why are you there in the first place like like all every fucking conflict in this fucking show is like why were you there you I'm, didn't need to fucking be there but i'll give i'll give them a pass on this one because they're answering a distress call sure uh, okay yes and i'll give i'll give people and blah yes. blah blah but no t- the the bigger point of the fact that yeah it is just them being shitty but being polite about it yes yeah just being like well we think our way of life is better and we're but we're being very polite about it we're we, re- we're, we are doing our best to avoid war right we well res- well at the same time saying our way of life is better. We respect your right to have your inferior culture. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's your t-shirt. There's the t-shirt for the episode. We respect your right to have your inferior culture. 
Uh, ah, that's. Uh, um, I did. So Bravo, man. there's a, honestly that's very good. I, I don't want to gloss over it. It's, that was really good. There, there's a moment that I think pissed you off because I think I heard you sigh heavily. Um, but I really, really liked it. Uh, it okay. was when Pe- uh, Picard is trying to. So uh, Deanna and Beverly have already talked him into trying to surrogate Dad, the kid, uh-huh. um, and it doesn't go very well the first time they hang out. So uh, Picard calls Deanna to his office and starts trying to talk his way out of it again. Uh, and he starts the conversation with, "Look, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I'm not very good with kids." Yeah, don't. No. I sighed because it was like, like it might as well just have been both of them turning straight to camera and screaming, obvious joke. Remember the pre, remember when I wasn't good with kids were doing that again. What I thought was funny about it was, uh, Deanna's reaction. I thought she did a really good job of a perfectly eating the reaction that she should have had because the, the immediate reaction that that character should have had in that moment is <laughs> yes. No, no, I, no fucking shit. John Luke. Yeah. I've done like five episodes on this man. I will say we like, it was well acted. Yeah. Cause uh, her, her reaction is like this very subtle and, and kind of bitten back, uh, smile, uh, smirk reaction, and then her doing the counselor thing and being like, "Well, why do you think that you're not very good with children? Did you not play with children?" When yeah, you no, it's her child? being good at her job. Yeah, um, which is really all over the fucking place. But yeah, uh, no, but I want to. I want to give the show credit. I want to give them the. I want to give them. Yes, positive it's nice to see her do do good at her job. Yeah. Yes, let's positively reinforce this show that's been off the air for. 30 years well, or whatever we know the writers are, are listening we? i don't know and we know that uh we know that if if we don't give the writers reinforcement uh to do good things they will do things like make a giant cargo hanger for the for the the turbo lifts to travel through you're still mad about that aren't you <laughs> I'm just tired <laughs> um so tired so uh we got a good job data uh, I just wrote spoon. Yes, uh, data rocks in this episode. <laughs> data is very like like again going back to my uh, theory about data, where he's just constantly doing bits. Yeah, um, very very dry. The driest, like just only funny for him kind of bits. Um, yeah, he was really doing that in yeah. this episode. Yeah, first he's <laughs> first he just butts. I mean, he wasn't even in. He's not sitting at the table. No, no. So he, he just, just shows up and is like. <laughs> What are you guys doing? That's a spoon. Yeah, that's called a spoon. And then, uh, and then, uh, 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 Riker gets um, banana split all over his face. Wes, Wes gets banana split on his face. Who fucking cares? Um, and and then uh, uh, Dade is like, "Why is this funny?" Which is correct. <laughs> he's right. Yeah, he's he's right about this. Yeah. And Riker's like. Uh, Go into your data banks and look up slapstick humor. And then Data's like, all right. I still don't think it's funny, but I trust your judgment. Which is like, that is such an own. That's so, that's so mean and funny. That's such a mean, funny thing to say. I love data rules. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he kicks ass. Yeah, data's data's good. Uh yeah. data good though. Um I, I did want to say like when they're like yeah, no, he has he has an a broken arm and and broken ribs and a concussion. It's like, well, me too. Yeah. <laughs> like and it's not because anybody's been abusing me. It's because I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, like, I yeah, the, uh, that that was that was deeply frustrating. That that was because I've gotten all that, three of those in my thirties by myself. Uh, again, uh, an, another example of the show using plot elements that are not necessary to accomplish what they need them to accomplish. Right. They don't need this kid to have been abused by the other captain in order for them to be a, for there to be a question about like what they're supposed to do with it right because the the idea that this is a situation that doesn't have protocol sure that holds water yeah yeah i guess yeah this would be like a policy creating um uh issue yeah yeah that that tracks yeah um so yeah the idea that they have to that they uh, yeah yeah anyway um, yeah, yes. if you don't, if you don't have a couple broken ribs and a broken arm, uh, by the time you're 16, what are you doing? Yeah. What you doing, man? What are you doing? You big, big nerd boy. Uh, big, big, big homo. I don't feel, I don't feel good about that. No, don't. Yeah. You can just bail on that one. That's yeah. fine. Um, do the, you, the actor that plays his dad, is doing a weird performance choice that I don't understand for this character. Like he's, he doesn't, he seems like weirdly quavery and not that confident for like what he's doing. Like, I mean, I guess like it sort of makes sense for the story they're trying to tell where it's like, it is like a warrior, like hyper masculine warrior culture, but he also just wants his son back. And he also kind of knows that like, he has to know that like, no, like he'll get his shit split if he actually tries to take this to war. Yeah, that cer- that that definitely read into part of it for uh, at least for me because it's it's clearly established that even these three ships that they have brought are going to get fucking rinsed if yeah. they if they go right. up against the Enterprise. Like that they the best case scenario they might take the Enterprise down with them, but that's. But that's like if they just play it perfectly. Yeah. And, but probably it's just like, yeah, you're just going to like just bleed a lot. Like you're just going to be throwing bodies at this. I don't know. Actually, now that I think about it, his performance makes pretty good sense. Yeah. Um, I, I, because he is kind of like weird and quavery and kind of like, yeah, he's, he's doing the, because if he was a Klingon, first of all, Klingons have comparable firepower. So it's kind of hard to imagine like how how a Klingon I, I I don't know really how a Klingon would approach a situation where they know they have to fight a, a, a where they know they have to fight a superior enemy. Well, this brings me to my next point. How are you going to do an entire episode about a war like a war orphan being raised in a in another culture? And Worf's not gonna have a fucking speaking line. They what barely, the fuck, dude? They what the they fuck? fucking bulldozed over possibly the most important opportunity for for character development and connection 
Because, okay, he respects the captain and he, and he responds to the captain because the captain's the captain. But Worf is still a high-ranking male member Worf of... Worf outranks him. And fucking Worf lived through the exact same... And they have like two minutes worth of dialogue between the two of them when, when, when Worf shows him to his quarters and is like, hey, don't do that weird crying shit. It's fucking annoying. And the kid's yes. like, fuck you. I'm going to do it until I die, bitch. Well, and then something they never talk to each other. God damn it! Like it's, it's, it's it really so, sucks. It's so it aggravating. Sucks. It's so bad. It's it's just everything that they've done to establish who these characters are is completely fucking thrown into the dumpster for the sake of uh, Picard adopts a teenager. Yeah, like it's. Uh, I fu- yeah, like, you're right. Like the the wharf part. Like the the absence of wharf in this episode is inexcusable. It it is why this show still sucks. It's why this show will always suck. No, you you like this show. No, I don't. Do you not listen to this podcast? I don't know. It seems like you like this show. I mean, I have seen every episode. Yeah, you've seen seen every episode so far. <laughs> no, but you're you're Stay absolutely tuned right. Next week, when I drive my car into the reservoir, <laughs> and I don't think it was until like just this minute when we got to this point that I really realized how much of a, a problem that was. Because yeah, we get this one scene between the two of them, and Jesus Christ, the whole thing. We had an Worf- episode last season where Worf adopted a kid because his mom died. Yeah, you want to do a Worf adopts a kid episode? This is the one. Yeah, I and mean, instead- were they were they like? Were they like scared of like of repeating the the premise by having Worf adopt a kid again or some shit? I just don't. I I don't fucking care. It's so they, obvious. They, like the best episode of last season and one of the best episodes of the show was Tasha dies again, but we do it right this time. Yeah. Do Worf adopts a kid again, but we do it right this time. Like fuck it. Like I, oh, God, it it's so stupid. It's yeah. so it's such a bad show. Because you know what happens in that timeline? If if in the timeline where that's what happens rather than what we just watched, you know, uh we get First a- of all, this kid doesn't go back to his honestly like probably not great society. Like like I'm not I'm not I'm not defending this society that he grew up in really in any way. It seems very rigidly hierarchical. Um it is rigidly hierarchical and it is profoundly misogynistic, but that's all we know about it. And I'm not making an excuse for think like I'm not making an excuse for for misogyny. Rigid hierarchy is like we're talking about an alien species like rigid hierarchy for human beings. Not great because sure. it doesn't oh, yeah. allow for individuality, right. but fuck, maybe these guys are, are have, have, no, I, I know you're defending rigid hierarchy because you used to be my boss. I get it. No, <laughs> no. I, just, I just wanted to do that joke one time. Very, very derailed now. <laughs> very, but yes. no, in the timeline where, uh, instead of that, in the better version of this, Oh man, we should, this should be the segment is uh, the better version of this episode. Ooh. So in the better yes. version of this episode, Worf adopts this kid. Maybe instead of writing like, um, instead of writing like hypothetical episodes, I can do that as as our intro. Um, we can probably talk about this off air or cut this. Um, 
can't edit audio. Anyway, in the better episode, we get uh, a, a, a scene on the holodeck where uh, Worf introduces the kid to his calisthenics program. And they fight monsters oh, that together. That kid would fucking love that shit. He would love that he would, shit. He would not be going back to his abusive dad. And instead, what did we get, Jack? Maybe the hardest I've ever laughed at this show. <laughs> so the the kid is the kid is just going out of his mind because he's just stir crazy because he can't go and run along the river or or do his weird screaming or or hang on. Uh, Picard has chosen to move him into his quarters, which is also like, don't bad choice, bad choice. Don't do that. Also, the word catamite was ringing through my head in the, anyway, um, I don't know what that means. Uh, you can Google it later. Um, but, but when, when he was like, yeah, no, I'm used to living with my captain. I was like, catamite, catamite, catamite. Oh no. Um, anyway. You can kind of probably get that from context. No. Um, anyway, is that like a society where all the warriors are gay? It's a it's a boy boy sex. It's a boy sex sex, sex boy. Yes, yeah, boy. Yeah, sex boy. Sex yes. boy. Um. Um. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, "Don't bring, don't move him into your cabin if that's what he's expecting." Um. True. Yeah. True. But then, but then. Uh, he's he's playing music, um, which the music kind of slaps. Actually, it's, it's it's not bad. Like it's, it's definitely too loud, and it's like uh, it's too loud. That's my main criticism. It's of some it. sort of like uh, but Picard synth jazz is how I would describe it. Yes, because it's very chaotic and all on synthesizers. Yes, yep. which it's good. It's good for me. Yeah, um, personally. <laughs> And then, and then uh, the computer or data or whatever says it's it's a genre called the Alba Ra, um, and I was like, all right, let's see if I can get an Alba Ra playlist <laughs> together later. <laughs> uh-huh. Alexa, play Alba Ra on Spotify, please. There's no, no, there's okay. not one in here. Oh, we don't have a CIA bot in there. No, there's no oh. CIA listening device in this room. Cool. I mean, there's both of our <laughs> the, phones. The room where we publish things to the <laughs> internet from <laughs> is not surveilled. <laughs> Great OPSEC, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he's he is he has lost all of his outlets, um, which is running. Love it. Um, yelling. Also love it. That's what we're doing right now. <laughs> Uh, listening to uh, 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 experimental synth music, love it. Those are my outlets too. Love it. Yeah, that's my boy. And and he, now he does not know how to uh, uh, get his emotions out. And Picard would like to show him how Picard gets his emotions out. <laughs> wheel. Yeah. You want to take the wheel on this? I feel like I've, I I did. A it's, lot of setup for it's this. Just, so. It's just space racquetball. I can't remember if there's a if the if the show has a different uh, name for it or not. I'm sure it does. It's space racquetball, except there's like point zones on every surface. Of, yeah. It it is sort of like the aestheticization of of uh, of accelerationist capital, where it's like everything is 
an advertising surface. Every every surface, every object you see is designed to sell you something. But yeah, I mean, but I, racquetball. <laughs> yeah, I see that. I but what I, I I see where you're going with that. But what I really see here is just we need a sport. Yes. No. I'm take no. one of the sports that exists and then saying, make it space. I'm not saying there was a Marxist aestheticist <laughs> philosopher on the writing team that was like, well, this would this is what racquetball would look like in the future. <laughs> I'm I'm saying that this is why we think the future is going to look this way. Right. Um but yeah, it's it is that future of just like yeah, racquetball with with more shit on the fucking walls. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they start playing. It and, also oh, made me laugh because you and I used to play racquetball all the time <laughs> yeah. before I uh, daggummed my shoulder. Um, so the the other thing that drives me nuts at this at this point is that again, you could just accurately portray somebody's emotional process of having some uncover, you know, having some some buried memories being reminded going through that whole thing but it is portrayed as though this kid is in like serious physical pain like remembering what he remembers from before his parents died and and when his parents died is like a migraine like he right. he and Picard right. are in the middle of playing this game and the kid falls down like in convulsions on the floor because of his memories and it's just why, 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 why? I don't know. I've like recently through meditation and, and uh, other stuff gotten pretty good at feeling my feelings. And like, yeah, there are times where I am like sort of physically in ecstasy, and I mean that in the, like the classical sense of the word, not in the, like the having a good time sense of the word so i kind of i kind of get it just like just just leaving your physical body a little bit um because you are having um such powerful emotions um but i don't and also like like it's very heavily implied that like the the racquetball court makes phaser noises, which is also insane. <laughs> like oh fuck, you know what? You're right. Like, and I didn't. Him. I I did not put that together. Yeah. But now that you say yeah, it, no, he's like, just yeah, having a PTSD a, trip. Yeah. Um. But like, imagine like if you had a video game that made like very realistic gunshot noises, and you're like, I mean, a lot of video games do that. Well. But imagine no, not, uh, not a video game, but like it, like an actual game. Like it, uh, 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 uh. imagine if somehow when you were uh, playing baseball, yes, you had a bat that sounded like a shotgun, and then every time you threw the ball, it also sounded like a gun. Yeah, and, and then you took one of your war veteran friends <laughs> <laughs> to play, and you're like, "I bet this will help you blow off some steam," and it turned out it didn't yeah 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 no you're you're i i think you're right and i totally did not make the connection at the time um that that was what they were trying to do which again goes to to oh yeah they leaned on that really heavily i'm surprised you didn't make that connection. well just because he had already they had already introduced the the idea that he was starting to remember this stuff 
and it was just triggered by looking at the picture of his parents. Yeah. Um, I mean, it even like the subtitle said phaser like noises. Oh, I yeah. totally missed that. Yeah. I mean, it was a very boring episode, so you can't be blamed for kind of checking out. I mean, that was one. Of I the missed be- a bunch of stuff. I'm sure that was one of the better scenes. Um, but yeah, so- also it was just it was just very funny that it was like, you know what I do when I'm feeling angsty? <laughs> it's a racquetball. <laughs> it's like fuck you, you fucking upper middle class asshole. <laughs> Which yeah, yeah it it is so fucking weird. Uh, God damn it. Um, so yeah, don't watch it. Yes, um, do not watch it. I, it really, yeah, so frustrated because I know I like this show. It's one of the things. It's one of the characteristics about me. Is that I like Star Trek. <laughs> it's your role on on our podcast. It is, but it's also one of the. I mean, oh my this, god, are you starting to crumble in this? Oh no. I mean, I still, I still love Star Trek as a concept, I guess. But I mean, this episode really. Can you love the concept without loving the content within the concept? I mean, ask a married person, I guess. Hey, hey, my wife, am I right? <laughs> my wife, take a please, because a bitch. <laughs> if Borat was a stand-up comedian in the 60s. I mean, that's, I, that's I, where that joke comes. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My wife, uh, cook badly, so I beat... <laughs> Um, Listeners, check out Borat. <laughs> <laughs> I still have not watched the uh, the second one. Nah, me neither. I, I heard it was good. I did from like too. people that I whose opinion I trust. But I also there was that whole big thing about Giuliani being caught on camera, and I did watch that scene because it's clearly Sasha Baron Cohen set it up to make Rudy Giuliani stick his hand down his pants in the presence of what he thinks is a teenage girl. Mm. So it, so, and Rudy, Rudy Giuliani, you know, defended himself basically on, by describing exactly that. And Rudy Giuliani is telling the truth in that one specific instance. Yeah. Anytime you give Rudy Giuliani the opportunity to legitimately defend himself. Yeah. You're the bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It strengthens. Yeah, do it, not, do not give, do not give this man anything, any opportunity to make himself look good. Yeah, it it strengthens every other time he has been absolutely full of shit in yeah. defending himself. No, he's, he's a bad person. He's a bad fuck, man. Fuck and Rudy you, Giuliani. And Sasha Baron Cohen made him right about this particular situation. Um, yeah, that's that's all I have to say about that. Okay, I think this is probably getting to the end of the episode. Um, Next week's episode is called Remember Me. Okay. I will not remember to write anything for that. <laughs> I, I see what you did there. Thank you. I see it. It's, I'm a technically professional comedian <laughs> <laughs> in that I get paid to do comedy. Yep. Well... One of these days, I'm going to get better at ending this. Yeah. 
a lot of times. Do you want me to help you? Or a lot of times we just um, <laughs> just kind of drift off into quietness, um, and then it's uh, it's a lot like this. It's not funny. Um, you sh- you should try to organize your community and your workplace, and um, uh, try to form large blocks of people. Um, to ask for the things that people need to live. Had you only hours to convince a beloved friend that there is value in the things that you value? Search through space and time to find the perfect words to convey your convictions when every word counts. Rise and proclaim your opinions to be the light of the galaxy.